Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris and I'm so glad you've joined me today. I uh, am the head of 4x400, an e-commerce holding company that acquires, operates and grows D2C brands. And so this is the week by week, uh, a little snapshot of the journey for us at 4x400. We currently have, uh, are, are working with six brands and this is my second attempt at recording the intro today because in my first attempt, I said it was the e-commerce fuel podcast which is a different podcast that already exists, hosted by the great Andrew Udarian, and you should go listen to it. So um, in attempt two, I have properly named my podcast, so we're off to a great start right now. Uh, it is a week after Black Friday, Cyber Monday. This is the kind of thing that happens in the in the uh, fog of war here. So, um, so yes, but this week, I'm gonna tell you about the number one, like the biggest absolute uh, problem I'm facing right now, the biggest challenge, and it's, it's funny, I've, I've talked plenty on this podcast about this kind of challenge before uh, and ways that we've solved it, but in this world right now, the number one problem I have is that I need to fix the top of the funnel for Bamboo Earth, and uh, that sounds kind of crazy to say, that brand grew very fast this year in a lot of ways, and, um, and yet, uh, right now, I'm, I'm stuck in a world of trying to figure out the top of the funnel, so for this episode, what I'm gonna do is just talk you through what I'm thinking about now, um, and what, the kinds of things that uh, are in motion with my team, and, and then hopefully at some point I'll tell you how it worked. All right, so I was actually thinking like maybe maybe there's another episode where I called the episode my biggest problem or fixing Bamboo Earth customer acquisition, I don't remember, but like this is the nature of e-commerce. Like I, I have tried to solve this problem before, I, we have solved this problem before and then it just becomes a problem again. It's There is this total whack-a-mole component of what's going on with these businesses and anybody who's running an e-commerce store knows all about this. The moment you think you have a problem solved, you go back and have to solve it again, whether it's because you solved it and you tried to get more scale and you built your business for more scale and then you didn't have as much scale as you thought so you didn't really solve it as well as you thought i mean there's just or you solved it and then you had ad fatigue and you need to find new ad like there's just there's all kinds of reasons why um this happens but this is where we're at right now for all i know this is actually just a seasonality problem we haven't had bamboo earth at real scale for long enough to know the answer to that question of whether or not it's a seasonality problem. But uh, but this is where we're at. We're, we're trying to figure out this issue related to uh, Bamboo Earth's customer acquisition. Bamboo Earth's our skincare brand, if you didn't know, clean, very, very clean skincare with this focus on real beauty. And so I'm gonna tell you how I'm trying to solve this problem. Um, I have sort of broken down our business into a few things that we do. And I'm, I've, I've bucketed everything into essentially the medium and the message. Now, of course, famously, those two words are paired together because people say the medium is the message. That's um, the social psychologist whose name uh, escapes me right now, the social commentator, uh, uh, McLuhan, is that who it is? Marshall McLuhan? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Somebody's yelling at their, at, at, yelling right now about how I'm an idiot and how I don't know, but I think it's McLuhan, Marshall McLuhan, who said the medium is the message. That could be wrong. It doesn't matter. The point is medium and message. And another way of thinking about this is sort of tactical and messaging or tactical and brand. Um, sometimes you would put these two things as sort of sales oriented. Uh, well, uh, no, it's a different thing. But Basically, I'm trying to think of how do we, and this is always what we're doing in our business, and and maybe this framework will be helpful to you. What we're always thinking about is, how do I have tactical efficiency with my business? How do I think very carefully about how customers are accessing 
all of the, the brand, and then how all of our channels of access fit together um, smoothly and what that whole flow looks like. Uh, best practices everywhere, maximizing each moment, um, and then or maximizing each channel. And then, and then within those, once I have the sort of tactical um, flows, uh, the tactical flow strategically maximized, optimized as best as I can, how do I then message the brand very well at each of those levels? Um, so let me, let me tell you what I mean by channels, right? So Bamboo Earth has a pretty simple approach here. We acquire customers with Facebook and Instagram ads. We've played around with some search, but it's so competitive in skincare that it's just tough. Um, so we'll come back around to that at some point. They come to our website. Our website um, has essentially five things going on. I think five, maybe six. Uh, homepage, PDPs, collection page, about page, and in our skin quiz. Um, that's kind of the five main components of our website. And so you can kind of look at each of those and think about them separately and then how they all fit together. Of course, customers are accessing multiple of those at a time. Um, there's other pages on the site, you know, FAQs and those things too. But, but those are the five ones I'm thinking about, okay? And then we have um, our owned audience channels. That would be email. And email, I'm going to break up into three buckets. Pre-purchase automations, post-purchase automations, and campaigns. Um, now, those buckets all break down further, but, but those are the basic buckets, okay? Um, and then I'm going to think about SMS as its own owned channel. And then I'm going to think about organic social. And then, uh, like, one that maybe is easy to overlook, but like packaging, unboxing, the actual product experience. As, um, <laughs> as our friend Nate Poulin said the other day dig at, at Digital Native on Twitter, uh, Nate said uh, something to the effect of, uh, and I've heard, heard this point made a few times, your, your, your package delivered is like the only marketing thing you'll ever send somebody that has a 100% open rate. So think about that. How does somebody access um, what's happening with your brand at that moment? So if I think about all of those, what I want to think about is what is the purpose of each of those? Uh, now, I could, of course, think about adding some other things in there. There's referral traffic and affiliates and all these kinds of things. But right now, that's kind of where we are. And um, and what I want to think about is how to maximize each of those. And and if the, if the lowest hanging fruit for Bamboo Earth was to sort of go and try to add channels or if there was a great argument for increasing media dollars to other channels, like there's... There's a lot of possibilities for things we can do, but um, but I really want to think about those ones we are already doing and investing in and answer the question, am I doing them well? Are they fitting together well? And then within those channels, I want to think about what is the messaging for each? And, and this is uh, too simplistic, but what I'm thinking about is almost all messaging um, has a purpose for a brand that is, fits somewhere along a continuum of... Um, of sales oriented, like sell the product and brand oriented, build the brand, okay? Build affinity, build awareness, that kind of thing, right? So um, now to think about that as a continuum might actually be unhelpful. Um, they might be uh, two overlapping um, bars that go from zero to 100, where sometimes they're both at 100, sometimes, I mean, they're probably never both at zero, but, um, but the continuum is kind of helpful as a way of thinking about it, because a lot of times when you're selling, it should, of course, reinforce all your brand values, but like, this is where you're talking about tactical efficiency a lot of times, is the idea of sort of like, make your CTA really super clear, and don't put, um, don't put something like, um, add, um, or put this in your beauty bag, just put, just put buy now, 
right? Um, why? Because at that point, well, put this in your beauty bag, and that's off the top of my head, that's dumb, but you know what I'm saying, right? At that moment of what your CTA button looks like, you just want the person to be able to get what they want quickly the same way they get it on every other e-commerce store in the world. So trying to get too cute there isn't helpful. Just sell the product right there. Put buy now or, or add, add card or whatever and, um, and call it a day, okay? Now, on your about page, if everything on your about page is all about selling, then you've missed the point of an about page, okay? Now, you may want to have a link somewhere on the bottom of your about page that takes somebody to you know, if they've scrolled to the bottom and read all your stuff, then maybe somewhere where they want to go, um, then, then yeah, then, then for sure, make it easy for the person to go to the next place. But to some degree, you're always thinking about that. Now, the place where you, I think, can win the biggest is if you can go 100% brand and 100% sale, sell at the same time in your customer acquisition, uh, for the, our kinds of businesses. If you are able, I think of this as sort of beard brand, right, as, as an example of this. Like beard brand is really good at selling product and I've talked to Eric Banholtz uh, once about this and, and he said to me, the brand always comes first for us. That basically they're always going to make a big point of reinforcing their brand at every single touch point. So that every customer all the time always has a feel and a touch for what beer brand is like. So what I'm thinking about at the at the baseline level here as I approach Bamboo Earth right now with this problem of customer acquisition is how do we bring real magic from this brand into our customer acquisition? What do we need to do to do that? And, and I've, I've got a few ideas in mind. Okay, so a long time ago, Bamboo Earth, we had these brand pillars um, that we came up with. Real beauty, real skincare, real ingredients. We put it on our website. The idea is that Bamboo Earth... Um, sells um, real skincare with real ingredients for real beauty. Okay, that's the, where the prepositions are in that. In that Real skincare with real ingredients for real beauty. And the idea of each of those is real skincare is like skincare myth busting, okay? That's like, um, like, how, like how to shrink your pores, okay? How to shrink your pores? Well, you can't shrink your pores. It's, it's impossible. And still, people try to sell this kind of thing. But pore size is a big concern for a lot of people with their skin, okay? So there you go. Or... Um, under eye circles. One of the causes for under eye circles is just genetics or sometimes aging. And, and sometimes there's not really a total way to get rid of them. Um, and so we just want to be honest about that. Or sometimes the reason for breakouts has nothing to do with your skincare routine or even your, um, or even your nutrition or your fitness or whatever the things that get attributed to that. Sometimes it has to do with the weather which you can't control, and so you gotta think about that. Or sometimes it has to do uh, with maybe you're pregnant, and so your body is changing a lot. So in all of those situations that I just mentioned, okay, um, there are truths and there are lies about skincare. We wanna say real skincare. We're just not gonna lie to our customers, and we're not gonna do those kinds of things. And then we're gonna say we accomplish real skincare with our products when we're telling the truth about skincare with real ingredients, okay? So what we mean by that is that Bamboo Earth is relentlessly committed to ingredient integrity. It's actually kind of ridiculous, like, like in this way where like Rob, my supply chain director, when he first started working with Bamboo was losing his mind because the skin, because the standards of the ingredients were so rigid. Um, there is no water in any of our products, which is kind of amazing. I mean, if you look at almost any skincare brand, there's water at some point. There are other examples of other very clean skincare brands, but Bamboo Earth will hang with any of them in terms of like really, truly natural ingredients, clean ingredients. Um, no water matters because then you get no preservatives. And um, and you could just go on and on all the way down to like environmentally friendly packaging, which isn't quite ingredients, but kind of fits the same 
ethos, okay? Um, so there's a lot more you could say about that, but that's pretty straightforward. Super, super clean ingredients, okay? So real skincare partly gets accomplished with ingredient integrity. It's part of the way we do that. Now, and then this is the third one, real beauty. Um, Amber Hawthorne, founder of Bamboo Earth, is passionate. She told, she told us a long time ago, early on when we had acquired Bamboo Earth, that she really wants Bamboo Earth to be a refuge for women. She wants to make sure that she, she Amber believes seriously that, that humans, women and men, um, that w- were created by God and therefore are, are, have inherent value. Now, you don't have to believe that about God to still, uh, I think, admire what, what Amber is saying here, um, which is this notion that like every single human being is filled from the core with inherent worth and value, and therefore with beauty by nature of being designed by an all-knowing creator, okay? If you think about what Amber is saying there, it is, it is um, magnificent in its scope. Uh, it is, in this way that sometimes brands can't talk about that, and Amber is passionate about it. So she wants to say, you can't shrink your pore size, but also maybe the obsession with pore size is something that we can address. Why is that a concern for you? Or under-eye circles. Maybe that's about aging for you, um, and and you're concerned about aging. And we understand that, that this is a challenge. But like, actually, age is a beautiful thing. We're we're pro aging gracefully, um, and so yeah. If your body's breaking up because you're pregnant, well, that's because your body's doing this incredible, amazing thing, <laughs> and uh, and it's to be celebrated in some respect. And in the breakouts, like maybe we can deal with. But uh, to pull the shame back, to pull the lies back from skincare companies. Um, and to uh, uh, and and the fear mongering and some of those things that come with some of this and so like Amber just won't do a before and after she just refuses um, and the reason for that is because sorry is because it's um, it's going to prey on people's insecurities in this way that she just won't do now I just rolled that back to you and I am not a skincare user myself like. I, I just don't deal with this in the way that many women do and, and, and certainly many men as well in some, some terms of some of these kind of the things that go around the beauty industry. And it's just not my main world. But what I can tell you is, as I start talking about that, you can even probably hear me getting passionate about it. There's real, um, there's really something to that in a way that is invigorating and exciting and it and can matter and can be moving with people. So, the question, the problem is for a brand that's built on Facebook and Instagram, the problem is direct response advertising can and should be emotional, but often has to be direct. It has to be very product oriented. You've probably heard me talk about this idea that like, like in fact, the other episode I was thinking about recording today was just all about how clarity about your product um, is like one of the keys to conversion rate optimization. Just make it simple and clear. Let people be able to touch it and feel it. Um, okay. That's kind of, that, that's another thing I was going to say. So like sort of the extreme other side here, but what I'm saying is for bamboo earth, the challenge in front of us, I think is to marry, uh, this real ingredient, real skincare stuff where we're talking about the product really directly, um, with this real beauty brand stuff that is really sincerely interesting and potentially powerful and emotionally gripping for people in a, in a, um, visceral way. Okay. So, so h- how do we do that? How do we possibly do that? Because a lot of times talking about, um, 
real beauty in these ways can actually sometimes almost imply that you don't need our products. It can almost work against the product, even though Amber doesn't quite think that either. She doesn't just want to lecture people. If they have a concern, she's happy to help them, um, uh, not just preach at them, while at the same time caring for them. So how do you do that? And it's really, really hard. So one ad we have in our account, let's, I, it'll probably still be running because there's some signs of life on it. Um, one ad we have in our account is this brilliant idea from Amber about, about pore size, and it is full-on clickbait. If you go to our Facebook page and you, you go look at our ads, um, which you can do, right? Um, uh, Bamboo Earth, Bamboo with a U. Um, if you go look at that, you, you'll see the ad and it's Amber talking on camera about pore size and it starts with the title. It says, How to Shrink Your Pores Immediately or How to Shrink Your Pores Instantly. And Amber goes into her thing about that and she plays with the idea. She has this, I'm not even gonna do it for you. Just go check the ad. Maybe uh, I'll get it linked in the show notes um, so you can see the post. So um, you can see it. Amber plays with this brilliant illustration about what she means by that um, and then moves from there into the product in, in about a minute long video. Um, and it's it's pretty genius. The um, it, It's a really clever idea. It's good teaching by Amber really in, in a certain way. It's, it's clever and it's interesting. And my basic idea right now is twofold. One, how does bamboo get better tactically so that we can really analyze each part of our flow? I mean, our Facebook ad buying, that stuff, we all we know how to do, we're fine on. Um, but, but what I'm kind of thinking more about here is like, how do we make sure that once somebody clicks, we're doing a good job with consistent testing, we're, we're checking our... Um, our traffic uh, numbers, thinking really hard about what our PDPs look like. We haven't revisited those for a while and and thinking carefully about the arrangement of information, making sure we're communicating clearly, all the kind of tactical stuff. But if we can start with people who, whose first touch with the brand is, whoa, in a super crowded space, this is really different, um, then I think we could really be somewhere interesting. So the next phase here is for Amber and I to get together and sort of come up with five to 10 concepts that we can then create. And we're shooting these like low quality to start, just get them tested, see if there's any life there. And then we'll go shoot the ones that we think are potential winners with a little more quality. Um, so we're just getting them live. Um, so we got the pores one, we have some stuff around under eye circles. We have a little idea of a before and after kind of a way to play with that concept. Each of them kind of poking at the beauty industry and some of the lies around there, um, and the ways that they're preying on fear, um, and then trying to do that, uh, and move us forward up to this point. No, by the way, really fast. Um, I also, in the midst of that, am thinking about the offer structure. You've heard me say, offer is like the biggest impact on performance. We've done all of this stuff through a skin quiz so far. Now I'm kind of looking and going like, we need to create even maybe a simpler entry point where we change our offer to being sort of like um, a few different options for customers, for, for the customer who wants to try it, try out more of our collection versus less of our collection. How do we make that accessible? Make a really good offer, um, those kinds of things, all as... Um, as, as part of the testing here as well. So this is that tactical side going right with the with this kind of approach to how do we bring some magic into the customer acquisition at the same time. That's the goal. Uh, that's the goal here is to try to bring those the, those things together. And um, I will uh, I will tell you how it goes. I don't know yet. I don't, we'll see if it works. Because um, right now, for a long time, our best performing ad was a picture of a bottle of mo a photo of a bottle of moisturizer that said the last moisturizer you'll ever buy. Um, it's, I mean, it's really straightforward. It's a pretty strong claim saying, here it is. Here's the moisturizer to end all moisturizers. And it's that simple. It's just a, just a straight up kind of clever quality claim. Um, and that had carried our account. But as we haven't seen that work as well recently, and, uh, and it's just not really what we want to mostly be building as a brand. Um, we're gonna see what else happens, so stay tuned. 
Magic is the answer. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the answer is we need more magic. If we could have magic in our brand, something is gonna be better. So we'll, uh, we'll see what we're able to accomplish by trying to inject a little more magic in the brand. If you've got any magic in your brand, uh, my recommendation is try to find how to communicate it better. If you don't feel like you have any magic in your brand, it might, you probably do. You probably started the brand or created it for some reason um, that you thought was interesting. Whatever that magic is, and magic looks and feels different to a lot of different people, my recommendation is if you don't, if you can't answer the question of what the magic is, and this is actually a good question for me with all of our brands, because um, I don't know if I can answer this clearly with all of them, um, but my recommendation is pause on what you're doing. I mean, don't, don't literally pause, but like stop for a little bit and just think about that question. Um, work hard to understand, you know, we've got those three brand pillars I told you for Bamboo Earth. That, that took us some thinking. We went round and round about that. It's not easy to get conceptual clarity about things. And so my recommendation is that you spend the time, um, the requisite time to really get conceptual clarity, to have something to say, then spend time figuring out how to say it. Um, but it, you actually have to figure out how to how to have something to say or what you have to say before you can say it, um, which is not easy. So, uh, so yes, I hope that's been helpful to you. I hope uh, things are going well for you. I've had a, a, a few more people reach out to me and just send me encouraging emails saying, "Oh my God, I had somebody send me um, this email." Uh, oh man, I'm butchering it. I wish I had I wish I had the brand up right now, but. Um, but uh, send me an email just saying, I started my business during the pandemic and, and your podcast was a help to me. And that is, I just, it's it's so weird doing a podcast because I, I walk out into my garage and I I talk at nothing. Um, and uh, and so when I'm not talking with Taylor or something like that, it, it's just so encouraging. So I, I really appreciate it uh, when you give me that feedback. Uh, I'm not fishing for any feedback. If you don't want to give me any feedback, that's fine. Uh, what Here's some feedback I will fish for though. Give me a five-star review <laughs> um, wherever you can so we can keep this thing growing. And uh, if it's been some help to you, that's one way you can say thanks. Um, otherwise, have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you.